Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. Are you ready? How to be a difference neutral leader. Now in our first Monday Moment of the new year, we released the top 10 leadership tips of 2019. Second on that list is be truly inclusive and diverse. And yet even in this day and age, while some might say the need is being forced upon them, many leaders are still not sure what that means or how to do it. Being diverse relates to hiring practices and the makeup of teams or committees and the individuals involved in them. Diversity programs and organizations have explained the concepts and we've been given numerous opportunities to practice our acceptance of varying diversities. Being inclusive is the act of truly including those parties with such diversities. Even if a leader leaves out one team member inadvertently by asking all to stand while there's a team member bound to a wheelchair present, becoming aware of inclusive actions and removing actions that reject one type, person, party, background, ability, or another is important. In fact, it is now essential. Don't wait for the next policy, such as new signs for your office's gender-neutral bathroom, to shift your thinking in this area. The leaders who succeed in the coming year will show more tolerance, not less, and they'll practice acceptance and modification of their leadership style, becoming less rigid about the old highway option, and they'll be faced with differences that until now hadn't been given credence or validation. But how does a leader do that and still manage to deliver effective leadership? In today's Monday Moment, let's talk about those steps and some options. The first one, strive to see demeanor. Now, not unlike the Sixth Sense movie flashback of I See Dead People, what you see changes when you change how you see things. There's no intent here to twist words or make a tough topic even more confusing. Well, not really. <laughs> the truth is some people are simply married to seeing differences. However, when you're a leader, you simply don't have that luxury. Yes, people are different. Newsflash, we get it. But leaders who still insist on describing people based on their background, their gender, their religion, their headdress, their race, or their skin color are missing real opportunities or potential. Now, does this mean you have to like all the differences that are flooding into your workplace? Nope. It just means that you will find yourself in a far easier spot and with far less drama if you will focus on demeanor. How's their attitude? Are they a contributor to the team, to the outcomes? How are they with other team members? Do they lift others up or increase motivation? Would they if they were in a different position? Keep your personal preferences and personal opinions out of the equation in most cases and realize that how you handle your treatment and respect of those you lead who are different 
is how the rest of those you lead will assume is acceptable. Keep both you and them in the most professional arena and focus on each person's skills, attitude, and demeanor. Secondly, look for needs and gaps. Now, once you've shifted from identifying differences to observing demeanor, then start seeking out needs and locating gaps. What does the team or committee you have the privilege of leading need in order to be more successful or to be even higher performers? What's missing in the way of their much needed resources, tools, equipment, budget, or even personalities and tendencies? Locate those needs and find people or items to fill them. It may not even matter why the need exists, but it matters greatly that as a leader, part of your responsibility is to fill it. Then look for gaps in communication, most likely found in processes or procedures that act as barriers. Are there gaps in information flow to back everything up and keep progress from happening? If the process can be tweaked or problem resolved, you may find the frustration that then turns into arguments and blaming dissipates just as quickly. When you close gaps and fill needs, you reduce the stress of that team you have the privilege of leading. And without high levels of stress and a smoother workflow, team members have a lot less time to whine or complain or focus on the pressure or confusion that may be felt from nothing more than people are different. And the third and final step, consider your staging. This is more of an option, really, and something for your consideration. You know, if you were producing a play, you'd consider the stage. You'd look for the ideal way in which to convey a certain scene or time period, or maybe even a message. The same is true in leadership, even if you don't need plywood and paint to make that happen. You set the stage for how the entire team performs. You lay the foundation and you are the example. It's not a comfortable role. Well, if that's not a comfortable role for you, say no when the next promotion is offered. At the same time, the team you lead is also in a specific stage and may float in and out of the team formation stages each and every time a new team member is added or taken away. These commonly described stages include forming, storming, norming, and sometimes adjourning. And the way in which you demonstrate being a difference-neutral leader may depend on the stage the team is in that you're leading. In the forming stages, when you're bringing team members together or hiring, be the difference-neutral leader by identifying skill needs or specialty gaps among the team. Make a list of what, not who, is needed. And remember to add your preference for demeanor and attitude when you're in this stage as well. When the team starts to argue and enters the storming stage in which they're trying to figure out how to work together with different styles or unique preferences, teach them how to focus on contributions and value that brings the team together to achieve much more together rather than differences that separate and alienate 
what could be a powerful strategic alliance. Now, when you're in the norming stage, focus on leading. Yeah, just leading. Make sure your message is understood by all, which means you may need to deliver it differently to different people. Make sure your expectations are appropriate for all. Ensure you are aware of differences to avoid unintentional rejections or the appearance of favoritism, but spend most of your time focused on you and the team's desired goals and outcomes. Becoming a difference-neutral leader is tough if you've been raised to see differences. It can be even more tough if you have truly strong and passionate feelings about one topic or another and the person you now lead sees the world in a way that's entirely different. Save those feelings for yelling at the TV at home and realize that leadership is a vital role and one that you signed up for. Lean into it and lead all those you've been given the privilege to include in your team. Who are those people exactly? Oh, just wait, as that's next week when we'll talk about all of the differences now being included in diversity initiatives. Now with that, are you ready to take the Become a Better Leader Challenge? Now in 2019, as you may recall, with the focus on becoming a better leader by doing more with the leadership knowledge you have and are learning. Each Monday Moment shares a Become a Better Leader challenge. This week, your mission, should you wish to make rapid improvement before next Monday, is this. First, be honest with yourself. Do you describe people by demeanor or difference? Second, ask yourself, are you fueling a less than inclusive environment among diverse individuals? And finally, teach those you lead what we talked about today, how to focus on demeanor and how to fill skill gaps and needs specific to the team you lead and of which they're a part and active participant. You're on your way. You're ready to become that better leader before next Monday. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week. And, of course, stay contagious.